Hey guys, sorry. Just writing this letter here, you know, as I do. But sometimes I'm not sure if I'm getting my point across. So luckily for me, and for you guys today, we're going to learn how to write an effective letter. Let's go. a good place to stop for right now. Hey guys again, this is Rob and this is Everyday Heroes, the series that covers the topics that are more informational, educational, and in-depth. And today, as mentioned in the intro, we're going to learn about writing effective letters. Today our information comes from Plain, P-L-A-I-N, language.gov, a website um, via uh, the U.S. government actually, with uh, different informational training resources uh, for business, for in this case, writing, um, as well as some other uh, things as well. So why is it important to write a effective letter, so to speak? Well, many times, whether it's for business, whether it's for personal, whether you're just trying to get the words out, effective writing will make the difference between your point getting across, making something out of it, or just being tossed aside because either it was confusing or they just, they don't like it or just doesn't make sense to them. So the uh, government website here broke down some ways of doing so that we're going to jump into right now. So first off, identify the audience. This is important for anything as a podcaster myself and many others that I know. You have to make sure that you are doing your service to the right people who can use it. If you are a groomer, of course, you're not going to sell to people who garden or cook because while they might have pets, they're not the key audience. Same thing goes for writing. When you are writing, whether it's to one person, whether it's to a group of people, um, whether it's to somebody you know or somebody you don't, you need to make sure that the person you are trying to get a hold of or the group is the right uh, audience. So the first thing you got to do before obviously making your, your letter, your email, your, your text, whatever, and this goes for everything, so even text as well, is make sure that you find the right person or group to go to. So for instance, I am a big advocate of mental health. So every time I write something or post something or, or email I try to make sure I'm going to the correct company because I too have found various times where you think you have the right group and they say very politely, you know, unfortunately we're not the right ones to go to. Um, and either they give you a suggestion or they just say, you know, have a nice day. And it's not necessarily any fault of anybody. Um, a lot of people will come off on their websites and their, their stuff as being something. And it turns out that they really aren't. So make sure you do your homework first to make sure that when you are writing your letter, email, whatever, you're getting to the right person. Number two, organize letters to meet your users' needs. So once you've decided who your audience is, the next step is to present the information in an order that will make it easy to understand. Now, again, generally speaking, this is good for every type of job, but more importantly in writing, because sometimes writing versus talking is a very different thing. So after you figure out who you're writing to, say, okay, what is the main point or main points? And what do I want to write them down? So maybe the first thing you do is put an outline and say, okay, point number one, da-da-da, 
maybe a little bit of info. Point number two, da da da, a little bit of info. Write down your main points, then go read through it and go, okay, are all of these what I need for here or can I take something out? You might find that maybe points four and five aren't necessary. You can X them out and just do one through three. Saves you some time on writing, but also more importantly, get your point across better and more understood. First, or next step, start with the main message. So right up front, after your, you know, hello, my name is type of deal, right off the bat, say, hey, I am writing this because dot, dot, dot. Now, on my letter here, I, you know, I wrote, I'm writing on behalf of those who suffer from some sort of disability, and I fall under the category of myself and mental health difficulties. I would like the opportunity to share my story and make the world a better, safer, and healthier place for all equally. So right off the bat, my second sentence here is why I am writing the letter. So whether you are doing it full uh, worldwide or whether you're just trying to get some customers, right off the front, after you introduce yourself, you say, I am writing because dot, dot, dot. Doing this also works with number two because you're organizing the, um, uh, the needs of the person you're writing to right off the bat. And the less work they have to do, the happier they're going to be. Um, next one, they say letters may need a sympathetic opening. Obviously, if you come off robotic, or in this case, cold, as they say, um, it may not strike them right, and they might just delete the email, throw out the letter, whatever. You don't need to come off with your story, but as I do when I introduce myself, I try very uh, just uh, dis distinctly short and sweet to the point to explain who I am and why I'm doing this. When I do write about mental health, I always say, as someone with a mental health difficulty or a few, I am eager to share the stories and help spread the importance of mental health um, equality. You don't want to get too in-depth. You don't want to get too personal. But you need to write it as if you're writing to your friend, your family, uh, uh, you know, a, a loved one, uh, maybe one of your, um, you know, podcast people that you know very well. You write your letter as if you're writing to somebody that you know, but not so much to the point where you give them intimate details that they don't need to know. But make it feel, make them want to continue. Um, next up, after the main message, which is what we talked about earlier, use an overview sentence. Um, so one of their examples of an overview sentence is this letter will explain why we have denied your benefits, what you can do if you think you were wrong, and how long you have to reapply. So this was obviously something for, in this case, probably a government um, type of deal. But that is a very important thing to write. So basically, you're saying this letter will explain why this, this, and this, and what you can do to change it, or who you can call if you have another question. Um, so this would probably be like maybe the second or third paragraph, depending on how you're, you're writing down your thoughts. Um, but you want to make sure from the start that before they get in depth into it, that they have the opportunity to call email or whatever, or they have the correct website, uh, address, whatever, if they need to directly send something to that place. Next up, letter headings. Um, they wrote question headings are especially helpful in letters because they provide the questions that readers are asking 
and guide rears are the answers. Statement headings are the next best choice because they are very specific, and topic headings are the most formal, so many times, so many times management is more comfortable with them. So depending on how you head your letter depends on who you're talking to. But again, make sure it is to the point, quick, one sentence, usually a statement is one, and easy to understand. So again, let's go back to the groomer one. If you are writing a statement or I mean a question, you can say, are you having trouble finding a good groomer for your pet who may not like being, you know, groomed or touched by strangers? That could be a good question because a lot of times people do worry, hey, my dog or cat doesn't like being groomed. Maybe this person will have a new way to do it. Your statement heading could be, I let me tell you my focus and way of how I go about grooming. And your topic heading could be somewhere to the statement and say, these are some things to know about grooming your pet. Whatever it is you're talking about, you want to make sure that they are comfortable and they want to use or at least ask more questions about your service. Next up, they say use pronouns. Um, so it's especially important, they say in letters, to engage the reader by using pronouns. Refer to the reader as you, but not if it sounds accusatory or insulting. That doesn't mean that you should put your letter in passive. Instead, put the emphasis on the agency by using we. So their accusatory use was you were, you were not very clear or you did not send a payment. Instead, they say, we did not understand your message. We did not receive your payment. Now, yes, both are very annoying to hear and to get. But if you put it in the form of, okay, something was misunderstood, something went wrong, we just need some help figuring out why. They're not blame, you're not blaming the person, you're not telling them that they're wrong. You're saying, hey, it looks like something got uh, misconstrued or a little messed up. Um, we just wanna make sure to make sure to see what happened between you, know, you and us and the in-between. Next, use the right tone for your letters. Again, just like anything, make sure you're writing politely, correctly, and professionally. Never accuse, never, never assume, never tell them that they're wrong, never tell them that this is the only way to go. Write it in a way that is polite, sympathetic, as we talked about before, but professional at the same time. Like we just said, you know, create professional tone. Use, okay, so next one, use you and active voice in your letters to focus. So, one of the worst tone offenders in government writing is referring to people as if they were inanimate objects. Nothing turns people off more than if you're talking to them as if they're just a thing. So their example is the before sentence, the leg injury is disabling, therefore the payee is entitled to benefits. Instead, they say, we found that you have a disabling leg injury, therefore you are entitled to benefits. If you can see the difference there, they're focusing more on this is what happened, this is why you're getting what you deserve, and this is how we're going to do it. So make sure you um, actively talk to them as if you're talking. To, you're right. You want to write a letter as if you're talking to them on the phone or face to face. You want to talk to them and say, "Hey, I see what's happening. This is what we're going to do about it. This is why you're going to do or get or see what we're doing." Um, again, going back. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So. Um, all right, so another section ever we're going to kind of glance over. It's the apology, delivering bad news uh, in your in your letter. This is something that again, this is the after part. But if you 
you know, make an error, if you write in an uh, in in insensitive way, if you do something like that, or if you are delivering bad news, you still need to write in, in the positive in a way that makes it feel better. So instead of saying an error was made in calculating your refund, they said, we are sorry, we made a mistake when calculating your refund. So, you know, you're, you're delivering the bad news, but you're doing it in a way that is more sympathetic and apologetic. Um, let's see. Um, I actually have a lot of things on here. Um, so things like expressing requirements, what the person has to do, dividing your letter into little sections with, you know, information, um, limiting one topic per paragraph and list as well. These are all things that kind of fall under the same thing of writing in a way that is going to be, um, easy to understand, quick to read and doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. So putting a list down is great. Uh, separating each topic in a paragraph is good, but don't make it so long where you're reading a 15 page thing. I've gotten things where they sent me back letters and it was like 10 pages long. And I'm thinking, how many trees did you have to use to do that? So a lot of times, even these government companies that do, they still have problems with how they do it because sometimes it's just kind of a format and they just send it out. So keep in mind, it's not just, you know, you or I that might have a problem with writing, even big companies, stuff like that still have to follow these rules. So really the breakdown is be nice, be polite, be professional, um, make it easy to understand. And most importantly, make them feel like you care. So just pretend like you're writing a letter as if you're talking face to face. So we hope that this helped you. Uh, before we pop off, uh, we do have one of our comments, uh, my lovely wife, she is a writer herself. She says, it's hard to be succinct in letters like that, but an introduction to who you are and why you're writing can be done in a few sentences. I think you summed yours up well. Well, I appreciate that, honey. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, she is correct. It, might, it is very hard to explain who you are and what you're doing, but usually if you just take a few minutes to write a sentence or two, you can give the reader your entire purpose of this letter in the first couple sentences. And if you can do that, then you've got them. So thank you so much for that comment. If you guys were able to watch it live, looks like we've got a couple on. Thank you so much. If not, this will be on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, please subscribe on those three. Click the little button, boom, I'll be there. If you want to even make it easier, click the little uh, bell icon and bam, it'll be there ready for you. You don't have to do any work. You just got to look at your phone. Maybe you got to open the app, but hey, you know, got to do some work, right? All right, guys, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow with another video. As always, we love you so much. Thank you for the support. Have a